0: Welcome to the fifth and final episode of this special podcast series featuring Margot and Maria, the co-founders behind bra tech
1: startup The One Two. So far, we've taken you on quite the journey from their meet cute during the Antler Accelerator program
0: through to starting the business and
1: birthing a real life baby at the same time. To convincing investors that there was room in the market for a new and improved bra design. And finally, to an intense 30-day pre-sale fundraising campaign.
0: In this episode, Margot and Maria share how it feels to finally have their brand in the world for people to see and to buy from.
1: To the marketing experiments they're running to help unlock growth. And the critical questions they're asking as they move into this new and exciting phase of the business.
0: What happened after all of these people from right around the globe purchased
2: your bra? Well, first we needed to deliver those bras to them. So the next couple of months right after the Kickstarter was all about logistics, execution. We were getting the final load of product arrive in Sydney and we had to figure out how to ship all of these bras to 48 different countries and understand, you know, the detail around taxes, customs, you know returns and how that all works, and there was definitely an an interesting puzzle to solve. And at the same time, obviously,
3: that was not the end goal. So it was gearing up for, to launch and to have some, you know, technology that was integrated so that people could come to our website, have the fit experience live, and then be able to purchase, and and that we would be able to, you know, create our long term vision and our long term value proposition and that, you know, not to repeat (laughs) old habits, but took us a lot longer and was a lot harder than what we had ever expected or anticipated as well. So Maria was very busy making sure that everybody got their bra in their hands and and chasing people and emails. Like we still have people who haven't given us their sizes and addresses so that we can send them their actual products. And then at the same time, You know, working on the product itself, working with the factory, you know, taking early feedback on board, understanding what to do. Yeah. It was a very, very flat out time. And we kept having these false horizons where, especially from a tech point of view, we really wanted to launch for Christmas for obvious reasons as a consumer brand. That was a core goal for us. And we really felt like we were in an excellent position to achieve that. Like we had built the tech. There was a few what we thought were small little bugs with it that needed to be fixed. So we have this tech and we think it's, it's pretty much ready to go. We've like tested it. We've built the intelligence behind it. We've pretty much taken and built ourselves. And there's just these small little niggles that we, we kind of want sorted out. But when we had that conversation with the tech agency, at first they thought they were niggles. And so they didn't feel urgency in doing them. And they turned out to be bigger than what they thought and what we thought. And that happened multiple times over. And so in the lead up to Christmas, I think we had three ready to press go. Oh my God, there's a bug. Stop. Do not press go. Do not send the promotional email moments. And Ultimately, we had a hard stop before Christmas and they, and they, every time there was this, oh, we don't have capacity, but you know, we know how important this is. We'll find capacity. And ultimately, we realized we couldn't go live. And, and, and that dynamic, you know, it felt so climatic and so unexpected going into Christmas, but then it happened again in February going into Valentine's Day, which was like our next deadline where same thing, like we were just fighting the whole time for capacity with them. And we tested it. We were ready to go. Everyone was happy with it. And then this weird, super weird thing happened where literally it worked in the testing environment. And once we published it, live it all broke oh my god so we missed Christmas and we missed
2: Valentine's Day Mm. from a like volume promotional point of view I still remember like the build-up and like how how much energy and tension you experience by kind of you know this constant sort of false deadlines right or you know self self self-proclaimed deadlines you're like okay we're gonna launch by Christmas and so then you push 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 hard and then you know I remember I was planning to go and see my family in Europe. I planned this trip like six months before. And I was like, well, surely by then we're going to be done. And actually I'll go and see them off the back of, on the back of that. And then I ended up canceling the trip because we were not ready yet and the tech wasn't working. And so even that alone, right, you're kind of like making sacrifices and you're making choices and then you're pushing hard and hard. And then we finally we finally got it going and we were like, let's soft launch this. You know, at this
3: stage we're, we're like cautious, right? <laughs> let's soft launch it and kind of, and, and just quietly put it out there and see what happens and start sending emails and see what happens. And And it was quiet. And Maria and I are sitting there looking at each other like we just had so many days, like so many times when it was unspoken, and other days where we were like, well, we're really proud of the product, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, we've we you know, we can feel proud. If the universe doesn't want this, then that's okay.
2: That's right, there were a few of those. And it was just interesting rather go so anticlimactic because, you know, the buildup for basically for two years at least, right? And finally, when we're sort of went live yeah it was just you know not how you would have expected it it wasn't all glory and fireworks and we kind of say like like well well someone said to me when you have children you
3: take your heart from inside your chest and you put it outside and it's vulnerable and you know and like suddenly you just feel so you feel all the pain that they feel yeah and and I think that's the same feeling we've had with this where it's like oh my gosh we've put all this love and energy in and now it's not up to us you know we have Mm -hmm. to just it's not wait and see Mm -hmm. there's like an overwhelming volume of work to do but you know like we have to hope that that the world picks it up and carries it to a certain extent and and you know it is the startup roller coaster for a reason and for a long time since we last spoke to you we were in a dip we we were we were deep deep down a cavern uh, praying and hoping that a helicopter would come and <laughs> airlift us out of that dire dire place and, and fortunately we have over the last month month and a half the, the helicopter came so we 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 pressed we pressed launch, right? And we started to see a low level of traffic coming through. But that low level of traffic had a low conversion rate. And that was really alarming to us where, you know, we actually thought we should have a pretty high quality traffic because we weren't promoting the business. We thought that that would, that we should have a high conversion rate to start with. And then once we turn on traffic, that it would naturally drop. So we were really worried. And One of the observations we had when we did a whole bunch of user testing and Maria would like, she used her neighbor a lot. She would like go and sit and watch them go through, but we used various people. And what we could see was that the fit algorithm itself, which was kind of front and center of the the website was taking a long time for people to do. And so we're stuck in this interesting place where we believe in this technology. Not only do we believe in it, but it was really working you know 84% of people who go through the fit algorithm change size which is great like that's totally crazy mm. and it's right most of the time like it is right 86% of the time so and and as a result people who go through the fit algorithm most of them don't return anything to us because it's helped them get into something that's better and that's the right size for them but Putting people through it
2: is slowing them down. They're more likely to get fatigued, get distracted. You need to think when you when you go through this survey, right? It's not just you know, what color do you like, but it's, you know, do your underwise digging underarm or, you know, at the center front. And, you know, me kind of having joined Margot without necessarily being, you know, worried about my bras. Like for me, I was like, okay, well, what does it even mean? Okay, let me actually Think about this. Does it? Does it not? You know, and what about my band? Well, does it write up during the day or not? And sort of what's interesting and makes sense to me, definitely, you know, a self kind of thought involved process as a result, which of course, you know, might be fatiguing for some in the beginning so for
3: some people they go through it really fast Mm -hmm. because they're like yes my straps fall off yes my wires dig in in the middle other people need to really reflect and 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 that was that level of reflection was not something we'd anticipated because it just feels like a multiple you know the the questions have became familiar to us but but we were losing people along that so we created a seven-step quiz that doesn't attempt to solve fit
2: but just matches you with a product based on your current size. And Uh, gives you an idea whether you might be in the wrong size or no.
3: So it says, yes, you need to do the algorithm or no, you don't. But fundamentally, it's more of a fun quiz. It's more what you would expect from a quiz on a product (laughs) website. And, And so at the end of these seven questions, you get like, this is the style, this is the size, like add to cart checkout. So you can literally go through from landing on the website to buying figuring out what product works from you and buying it within two, three minutes now. And so that was the big change that we did. And we're still figuring out where, whether we should bring that fit algorithm more front and center and where exactly it should live. And, and, and that, yeah, that's an ongoing question that we have to kind of test and learn and, and see, see what works.
1: And have you seen an increase in conversion and an increase in conversion, especially off the back of the quiz after making that change?
3: So we saw conversion go up from, it was in the low 1% and we saw it go up to around 3%. Wow. And then when we've seen more qualified traffic hitting, like, you know, we got an article in the, the Sydney Morning Herald and the Weekend Magazine. We saw, saw our conversion rate over that weekend bounce between six and 10%, which is mental. Like That's no one, no one gets those, those numbers. That's Had- huge.
1: How did that make you guys feel after sort of the month that you had prior well, or the six weeks? Like that must have been a nice proof point for you to go, oh, my God, thank God people are well, saying
2: what we've put out. Right. And sort of you, you transition, you know, the, the change from, oh, my goodness, at least we believe in the product. At least we developed a great product to like, oh, hold on a second. There is a lot of proof in this. Right. Oh, it's suddenly starting to feel much more hopeful and exciting. And, you know, that's the swing. So poor Maria, we move warehouses
3: that weekend and Monday morning, there's like a, this huge influx of orders. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm being opportunistic. So I've worked through the weekend to create entirely new customer onboarding materials that need to be printed, distributed in every package. And so, so poor Maria like manages to get everything printed, take it off to the, the, the warehouse teach them how to package in the new way that includes Mm. the new onboarding materials.
2: And it's Um, a new team as well. (laughs)
3: Yeah, with this new team. At the same time, I've decided that like, one of the core things that people get wrong is they actually put we actually put our bras on wrong and so I'm like oh we need to do like it's been on my to-do it's been on my to-do list we need to do a how to put your bra on video and so at the same so Maria's in the warehouse and I'm recording a video that's a, that, that is coming in a QR code it's like start here and there's a QR code that's meant to link to a video and I'm recording it the afternoon that we're sending them out oh my god that's right wow. so while
2: while while I'm shipping the QR, basically the printouts with a QR code, Margot makes sure that there is something to go them to. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what
0: you just just, instru- what you've demonstrated so beautifully is that moment where, you know, you were, you featured in the newspaper. It, Built that momentum, as you mm. said, right? That is just a little flurry of activity. It built momentum. It then was it forced you to have to pull together this video, the QR code, and you get things done because you've just got this momentum and and these moments of of joy, right? In in the business where <laughs> the last two years perhaps not as much, but yeah, that moment I think demonstrates so beautifully that the momentum that is built when something does go well mm. seeds. Other opportunities, other ideas and, and, you know, off the back of that great reward.
3: Absolutely. Like virtuous cycles mm. are a real thing, you know, mm. and we saw other things coming, all coming off that as well. Like people start to talk about you. Suddenly you're invited to a panel. Suddenly an investor's re- proactively reaching out to you. Like it's very interesting. And, and you, you know, it's, it's a real challenge from a bandwidth perspective as a founder, because you really don't want to lose that moment.
2: Mm. It's a momentum on its own, right? That creates momentum for other areas within the business. And it's nice when that pendulum
1: swings. Mm. I feel like there's always a moment in a business journey where the pendulum swings, and you are no longer the person initiating everything, which can be mm. very tiring. You know, it's yeah, like exactly. when other people are starting to initiate things for you. You're like, oh, this is great. I'll respond I to that email gonna... rather than write a
3: pitch. Like, <laughs> <I> fantastic. <agree. laughs> just gonna put my feet up and let, let... <laughs> let the opportunities yeah, and the, let the roll opportunities in. come to me. <laughs> I, I have an analogy for it, which I'm like, as a founder, you're pushing a boulder up the hill. And like, you're waiting for like the boulder mm-hmm. to have momentum of its own. And then, and and like you get to these little declines and the boulder starts to move and then you have to like sprint out of the way and not get squashed yeah. you know? yeah. <laughs> and, and then you have to push it up the next incline. And I think, yeah, we've been pushing in the boulder up the hill for quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> As so many founders do. Mm. This little engaged
0: group now of, of customers that we've just kind of happened upon, you know, off the back of the, the media exposure, what are you doing with them? So you kind of mentioned that you were able to now test and learn and, and it was huge conversion rate of the website. But what are some of the questions that you're asking or perhaps what are some of the lessons that you've already learned while you're communicating with them and getting them getting feedback from them?
3: And you know, it's early days still. This is only a week or so ago that we got that that cohort coming through, but the feedback's been really amazing
2: and really positive. Yeah, the the NPS score so far is basically 10 out of 10.
3: Yeah, one hundred.
2: Everybody, everybody, everybody. One hundred percent. Everybody who responds on the yeah. feedback.
0: Isn't that a bit annoying though. It's like I want
3: some room to improve. No, no. at <laughs> this stage we'll take it. <laughs> we, we hear from the people who are happy as well. Yeah. They're just not filling in that. Yeah.
0: So what have been some of the stories, some of those anecdotes or, you know, really important feedback that you've received from your customers so far?
3: One of the customers actually had their life changed genuinely from this bra. And so she, like Maria, and Maria does the, the bulk of the heavy lifting from a from customer perspective. But Maria threw this one over to me and she had a medical condition with her esophagus. And she was literally undoing her bra, for every meal that she ate because she was in so much pain with you Yeah, she was in so much pain when she was eating. She didn't have felt like she didn't have capacity. And so Maria passes her over to me. I'm like researching what's this condition? What should I be doing with her? And 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 I looked at it and I was like, why is her bra pushing on her esophagus? It doesn't like it shouldn't be sitting that high. And and so this lady was in the classic forfeit pattern where she was wearing too big of a band, over-tightening her straps. And what happens when you do that is that one of the things that can happen is that it pulls really hard up under the breast because it's like this arc going up high on your back. And And so I put her in a smaller band, a much smaller band, two or three sizes smaller, and she no longer has to undo her bra when she eats. And so she's just She's just over the moon. She's getting a lot more support and it's significantly more comfortable. Just amazing.
0: That is such an incredible story. Like that's just not, it's not even something that you would have considered.
1: It's Mm. counterintuitive too. It it is, isn't it? Which I guess goes to show the complexity of the factors that go into a good fit. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, t- uh, unbelievable. Like I I was <laughs> really questioning myself to a certain extent when I sent that out to her, but uh, just an amazing result. I mean, wow. helping people
2: with medical conditions, is it must be super rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where for me, right, again, there is the d- distinction between, you know, you can be a marketing company, you can be a product company, you can be a service company. And I think the really the advantage is, to be able to do ideally all of those, you know, everybody, everything has a priority, but in this particular case, I think what it demonstrates for me is, you know, we have a fantastic bra and it's really well engineered, but also the way you wear it and what size you wear it, right. Just because you used to wear in two, three sizes up in the band, how would you know that you need to go, you know, smaller and how would you feel more comfortable Mm. to give it a try? Especially if you have been, you know, in such pain, for such a long time. And I think that's where the value is, right? Because it really transforms you. Mm. And you're like, oh, wow, nobody ever told me. Oh, wow. It's not just about the product and so on. It's also how I use the product and how I think about this product. And I think that's also for me just such an empowering place as a, as a customer to find yourself.
1: So you guys have obviously had some wins recently. You've got some runs on the board now. How are you feeling in this
2: moment about everything? Hopeful.
3: Cautiously optimistic.
2: That was said very cautiously too. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it's a, it, it, there is a feeling of, you know, a movement. You need to continuously work hard and strategically to build up the momentum. There are lots of things you have to line up to create that momentum. And it feels like we're at the right stage. You know, we're not just pulling the boulder, pushing the boulder up the hill ourselves there is more energy that coming to us and that feels good, but it's just the beginning.
3: And I think the thing that hasn't changed is that, you know, this, we knew, we knew from the beginning that this is a real problem. And you know, it's the, the the bra problem is a real problem. Seventy seven percent of us are uncomfortable. We hate shopping for bras. We'd rather clean the toilet. A lot of us than shop for bras. You know, and you tell men that, and they just don't believe you because they're like, ha ha, whatever. You love shopping. We're like, no, no, we do not love shopping for bras. <laughs> and, and and I think women w- women are showing us that they will move and they will support someone if they believe that that something is being done differently. And I think, especially with us being two women who are who are doing this business, we've got a lot of really exciting, beautiful testimonials from women all across the size spectrum now. And and if you look on our website, we've we've grouped those tests. We haven't gone for standard review formats because what you want to read is the testimonials from women like you. And so, you know, you can open up in in your cup size and see that like, oh my gosh, this is like being a really great product for, for a huge number of women across this. And, and what's next for us is, you know, we're not saying we're perfect. We're not saying we created the perfect bra, but it's pretty amazing that the two of us have managed to create something that is better for a lot of women. And, and, We just want to perfect it and make it even better again. And, and we are busy learning. And that is why we're grasping for feedback is, Mm -hmm. and that's why, you know, there's a question as to where do we go from here? and, And, and a question as to how fast do we want to grow? You know, if we know that we have these small, these things that, that we want to improve on, it's like, how can we balance growth with also giving, delivering the best customer service that we believe that our customers deserve and the best products that we believe that they deserve. So that's kind of the tension right at this moment. And and also, you know, the hopes and prayers that the things that are working will continue to work.
1: So you've launched, which is, you know, it's been a marathon to get to this point, And now you can sort of turn your attention to, okay, what does the future of this business look like? So I'm curious to understand how you're thinking about growth. What's your growth strategy from, from here on out?
3: For any startup is a, a test and learn thing. And, and it's a, you have to be quick on your feet. Anyone who was in the Seat that I'm in any or Maria's in or anyone who, you know, even people in, in, in big established brands with a current marketing recipe will tell you that you know, like you cannot answer with high confidence. These are going to be the channels in which we're going to deliver growth over the next two months, one year, three years. You know, we all, it's all really fast moving. And especially now, you know, even, you know, even what, you know, the content that we're running now as ads, like Facebook can get exhausted and tired of those so fast and we just need to change it. So I think the answer is that at the moment, Performance marketing is working well for us. PR has worked really well for us. We will continue to explore those channels. We will test other channels, and we will also, you know, try and incentivize our customers to tell their friends, and, and that's the ideal method of growth. We we do not we we cannot have a, a high precision answer, but we we believe in we we, we believe in our message and. We also, you know, we haven't talked about the impact side of our business, you know, the, the fact that we're sustainable, the fact for that for every bra that we sell, we give two pairs of underwear to women fleeing violence. And the the kind of second component of that, like the reason that we picked giving away underwear to, to women fleeing violence was that we believe in local community and we wanted to do things with our local communities and local for us is where we are it's where our customers are it's where our production is and we wanted to do something that we had a competitive advantage to do that we could deliver in a way that you know any other brand in Australia couldn't do the same thing and so we have a competitive advantage in producing underwear and so we want we thought what a great opportunity to leverage that we can we can give underwear away in Sri Lanka where we're producing and we can give it away here in Australia, in Sydney, in Melbourne, where our customers are, and what we would really, you know, what we see as kind of the next wave of the business and something that that gives Maria and I a lot of energy is like, how do we use that? Like, how do we how do we take that and make it much more of a local community that that isn't even necessarily focused on the one two, but is a community of women who want to support. Women in the, that domestic violence context. And, and there's a couple of advantages to, to doing that. One is if we can create local communities of women, and, and I, I do believe we do believe there's an epidemic of loneliness. If we can create local communities of women, that actually combats domestic violence in and of itself, because a connected woman is much less likely to stay in, in that type of relationship. And, and, and so it feels like, you know, we, what we would love and what we kind of dream of is, is being able to create that, that local community and give back a lot more with their help, but also through doing so,
2: create, create supportive networks. And that's, the, that's the, the dream. That is the dream. And I think, yeah, kind of just reflecting, right, you can, you know, there are so many different businesses you can build and I think what Unites, Margo and I, Which is definitely not the easy route, but you know, to build something more than just the business, you know, in the P N L and balance sheet, but something that kinda has, you know, its own legs, it can grow on its own and kind of bring something much more meaningful than just, you know, profit, you know, with an asterisk of impact on the side. Mm. And and therefore, you know, that, you know, brings the unknown, right, and lots of questions and lots of tests that we'll just continuously need to run and see what works, what doesn't work, and for me, it also means you know patience and investment up front into the quality of the product right you know the the business has to stand on its own two legs, and for us, it's the product, the fit, and the more we can deliver it to more women, the more we can. Kind of build that you know exposure and not and and potentially hopefully depend less on performance market over time invest
3: um, back in the community exactly. If you think about the next six
1: months, twelve months, two years for each of you, what would it look
2: like if everything went right for you? It's such a good question and also such another straightforward answer. You know, of course, we want to say, right, you know, it's traction, customers, feedback, great NPS score, low exchange rate, you know, confidence in the product, expanding the product range, you know, but also doing it in a way that gives us confidence that we are, you know, doing it in the most impactful way.
3: I think, you know, there's there's this bigger question around success as an individual, you know, and and I think, you know, what, What is success for us personally, individually, in a broader sense, more than just the business? You know, and it's like, are we spending enough time with our families? Are we, you know, having quality holidays where we switch off and feel really recharged? Like those are really, are we coming to work and coming with energy and joy and feeling like we can recharge the team rather than than being just a stressful force that depletes. You know, I think though those are really um important things. And and one of the things that that I did that actually has led me to feel kind of comfortable on this journey. And and it was a long time ago, I, I sat down and I thought about in five years from now, in 10 years from now, what would my dream job be? Like what would be the in particular what would be the type of activities i would be doing like and and for me it was i want to be having social impact i would love to be creative and high level strategic thinking is a unique strength of mine and so i would love to be on like engaged in high level strategic thinking for 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 a brand that i care about or a company that i care about and for me this is a path to to, to being able to spend my time in that way. And, and so where do we hope the, the brand will be in two years? Yes, we would love for it to be, you know, on the billboards, on the bus. We would love even more. We want it to be the brand that you recommend when you're at a bar, the brand that mother's groups talk about and say like, Oh, just, just, just go and t- go and see the one 2 They'll sort you out, you know, like, and, it, we were talking before and and i think our our like dream metric and we'll have to start measuring it is like we want to be the bra brand that you buy as a present for your girlfriend and and that that's the you know we 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 want to be big and successful but we also want to be healthy happy and have a vibrant culture we also want to be giving back to the community and and that's the dream and we hope that that dream is possible and we hope that it will be scalable. And we hope that business schools will be writing business cases around how we've uniquely been able to lead within our industry in achieving all of those things.
2: Amen.
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening to this special five-part series. And we really hope you enjoyed going deep into Margot and Maria's story, the ups, the downs, the wins, and the challenges. If you'd like to support all of
0: their hard work and nab yourself the world's most comfortable and well-fitted bra, The One Two is generously offering you 20% off your entire order. Just type LB20
1: into the checkout. Shop now at the12.com or click the link below in our show
3: notes.